Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Judgment Day now hold all the gold. This guy predicted it on Wrestle League. I was saying it in the office, and everyone was like, "It's a predictable show for a reason, Ollie. The tag titles aren't going to change hands." I predicted Judgment Day. Oh, okay. And on the prediction show, Luke was like, "Well, this is a foregone conclusion." Sammy said, and Kevin Owens retaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "I don't think it's that foregone conclusion, Luke. They're these guys, the smart ones, are on this show. This is great." It's what does Judgment Day do? They don't really have a. A secret no, handshake. No, they're just, they're just like, hey, lads, lads, lads. Lads, lads, lads. That's pretty much and it. Rhea Ripley. She's a lad. Chief lad. Um, and the briefcase. Yes. The inanimate lad. The briefcase. Our true leader of Judgment can Day. I, we there. can actually do it this way this time. Yep, all of yeah. Judgment Day now hold championship gold. Dominic Mysterio is the NXT North American champion. Finn Balor and Damian Priest are now the... WWE Undisputed, Tag Team Champions, and Rhea Ripley is the Women's Champion, along with the Money in the Bank briefcase in there. Holy hell. This is our review of Payback. Emphasis on the back, am I right? <laughs> it's good. With that main event and Nakamura working over mm-hmm. Seth's back. And, and Raquel was on this show. The Battle of the Backs with Oof. Rhea and Raquel. Yeah. I'm Ollie Davis. I'm joined by, what do you want to be today? Oh, Pete Back. Pete back. Pay Pete. Pay Pete. Yes, pay Pete. I think Pete back's better. Book me on Cameo. Pay Pete. (laughs) Thank you. Pay Pete Quinnell over there. (laughs) Please, if you haven't already, press the thumbs up on him. Give us a subscribe. Leave a comment down below with what you thought of this premium live event. And send in your ultra chats to wrestletalk.com forward slash support. We'll read out every single one of them over five US dollars. Oh, just quick overall thoughts. I thought this was a fun show. I went in with very low expectations because I watched SmackDown. I reviewed that with Tempest yesterday, and it was such a mid-card show that did nothing to build the pay-per-view. Well, there was only one SmackDown match on the show, so what are they going to do? Yeah, They're going to get- build matches that aren't there? And then also I went into SummerSlam with quite high expectations. Mm. Ah! Yeah. Like, you know, it was... There were fun bits, but it was mostly un- underwhelming. Mm-hmm. 
This was the opposite. Low yeah. expectations because it's like the most B pay per view WWE have done since. It's quite a while. What was the pay per view? The last pay per view that Vince was in charge of. So SummerSlam 2022 was what would have been before that. Money in the Bank, what Austin Theory won. Yeah, probably that. Yeah, it's the most like underwhelming card B pay per view since mm -hmm. then. So yeah. over a year, mm. and I went in with low expectations. I had a wicked time. Yeah, I thought this was really good. I didn't think it was amazing. I didn't expect it to be no. amazing, and it was, it was all right. Solid. Yeah, a solid show. This is the definition of a three three point five out of five. I agree. Show. Yeah. And I had a good time doing it. Yep. It's like Dungeons and Dragons. Love that movie. It's uh, three stars. Okay, you need to clarify the movie. Because if you just say Dungeons and Dragons as a whole, I, I was going to come at you quite hard there. Just like, what do you mean D&D is a three out of five hobby? Because I... Yeah, it's no, a two out of five hobby. <laughs> but the movie is better. <laughs> and, and most people who are true fans of that IP will agree. Yeah, it's fine. But yeah, it's a fun thing, but it is only three stars. This is, this is, that, there's nothing wrong with a totally average show. Yeah. And this was a bang average show. I think this met my expectations for this show. I don't think this was above what I expected. This was like, bang on. I expected, all right, and I got, all right. Well, the most all right part, the bit that sort of tips that segment into a four, maybe mm -hmm. 4.5 mm. out of five, is the Judgment Day stuff yeah. led by match of the night for me? A lot of people will say the the opening cage match between Lynch and Trish. Thought that was very good too, but I loved the tag team championship match between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defending against Priest and Balor. Mm. I thought <laughs> this match, being a street fight, a Steel City, street a Steel fight. City street fight, uh, which is very different from like a Chicago street fight, uh, all the other types of street fight that there are. This one's very different because they did a they did a hockey reference mm. about Pittsburgh, and that's what makes it a Steel City street fight. Anywho. They had um, Britt Baker's towel as well under the ring. I don't think it's Britt Baker's. I I'm think pretty it's, sure it is. I think it's, it's Pittsburgh's. I think that's... I think that yellow towel began with Britt Baker. <laughs> she created yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I'd never seen it before. <laughs> that episode of Dynamite, she waved it on. That is how it works. Um... I really enjoyed a lot of the action on this one. Mm. Uh, they had a lot of like, it wasn't necessarily like brutal hardcore spots. It wasn't a lot of like yeah. pain and like, oh, kind of like the crazy like hardcore spots. Like you've seen like a Mox match or something like that. But they had some really fun hardcore spots. They had a lot of trash cans. They put the, uh, the trash can over Finn Balor and wailed on it with kendo sticks and stuff like that. They had the Terry Funk tribute yeah. tank top that KO was wearing. Really, really cool. KO broke up a pin by throwing a chair. Love that. He was just lying down, just grabbed a chair and went, yeah. And just threw it across. It was really cool. I also like when Sammy was running into the corner to do the halluva kick on Bala, mm. and Priest just jumped up on the apron, trash can, <laughs> yeah. lobbed it at, at Zayn. Yeah, just really fun yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Uh, they had uh, Dominic Mysterio got involved because it's a street fight, no DQ, so it essentially <laughs> was a handicap match for most of this. Uh, and then KO decided, you know what, I'm just going to take you out for the rest of the match. He didn't, but he tried. He did this huge dive off the off like where the crowd is, like on one of like the entrances. Mm. Huge dive off the side, through a table, on Dom. Also it looked like a really rough landing. I don't think he got much of Dom. I mostly get, floor. He got mostly concrete yeah, to the ass. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um but yeah, really, really fun spots. Really enjoyed it. Uh, KO got busted open at some point. Not sure when that happened. 
Yeah, but, so there was this really cool bit where it was, I think it's the first time Dom gets involved. Mm. They're brawling into the crowd and Priest and Banner are like getting worked over. And Dominic appears. He takes out Zane and KO and they disappear for a bit. And the camera just holds on the Judgment Day members. Mm -hmm. They're yucking it up. They're putting their arms around each other. Mm -hmm. And I thought, Zane and Owens are going to be standing right behind them. Yeah. The way the camera is just like on purposely not showing mm -hmm. the background. Yeah. And the camera moves round as the heels look behind them. And behind like a table, mm -hmm. Owens and Zane have done a costume change. They're wearing some form of Pittsburgh mm -hmm. ice hockey jersey. Yep. The crowd go wild for it. Yep. And... Owens is covered in blood. I don't know when that happened. Did he blade on the jersey? I don't know. Maybe there was a, it was new and there was a tag in there? Because I thought that what happened was he got hit over the head with a trash can before. Uh -huh. And I was and I saw him go into the corner. I was like, oh, like, has he got a cut or anything? And no, he was fine. I was like, oh, okay, great. I thought he'd been busted open or something mm. then. And then like a minute later, he comes up and he's covered in it. I was like, well, was that the spot? Was it yeah. just delayed? Like, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, when he came up from there, just absolutely covered. Look great. It. It's a cool visual. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what was the what? Because they was they weren't just generic jerseys. No, they, they like Owens and Zane. They had significance. I think if you want to hear it, go watch the edited review because I I got Tempest to send me a voice note mm -hmm. explaining it, and it's a minute and a half. Uh, so go watch that. It's on there. Um, I had a great time listening to it. Um, but afterwards, though, after there was that big dive off the uh, off the side, it looks like KO and Sammy are going to get the match won. Uh, they hit a stunner and a halluva kick, but JD McDonough comes out to stop the pin, yeah. which is really good, because I thought that was the finish of the match. I was like, oh, they're Same. just going to end it. Mm -hmm. All right, fair enough. It's been a fun match yeah, so far. Yeah, it's been a fun yeah, match. This is, this there is you funny. Go. Uh, and then, yeah, JD McDonough <laughs> comes out, stops the pin, which is another, like, trying to weasel his way into mm -hmm. the judgment day a little bit more, which is very good. And then out of nowhere, Rhea Ripley comes out and just speared Owens through the barricade. I was like, yes, this is great. This is so much fun. So that by that point, that's three different people interfering yeah. on this match. It's a five on two. I do not mind. No, this is like, great. Yeah, it was all so chaotic and yeah. fun. Yeah. I then wrote, oh, Bella's going to win. <laughs> like, cause I just thought, oh, they've taken Owens out. Yeah. That's it. Well, then I, yeah, I was also hopeful of that. I was like, yeah, because I predicted the Judgment mm -hmm. Day one. I think that yeah. would be the more fun story. Mm-hmm. And then they're in the ring and Balor goes for the stomp and he misses. And as soon as he misses, I'm like, no, yeah. Zane's going to win. Yeah. So Zane does his thing, hits the halluva kick. Balor falls down. One, two. Oh, my God, Dominic broke it up. <laughs> and then Dom broke up the pin with the true leader of Judgment Day, mm -hmm. the briefcase. Yeah. The briefcase masterminding from the front, leading from the front. And Dom just puts Finn's arm yep. on Sammy. Yeah. One, two, three. New tag team champions. Uh -huh. Judgment Day. So good. So good. I love the fact that the briefcase is the thing that wins them the tag belts. The thing that's caused so much dissension between mm. Balor and Priest is the thing that now makes them the tag champs. It's really, really smart. Uh, really well-worked match. Great finish. Yeah. JD McDonough has, like, I helped you win that match now. Dom's looking good for helping out. Rhea helped out successfully. Balor and Priest were on the same page the whole match. Yeah, yeah. There was barely any dissension. Yeah. I think at one point they were discussing what to do, but it was never like a, well, I don't agree with what totally. you're saying. It was just like, what do you think we should do? Let's do this. Okay, let's go. And that's it. And it was a, <laughs> it was a really, really well-worked match. I really like the story elements to it because I think the Judgment Day story's been good, if a bit samey for a while, and it needed something else to add to it. 
this is now the extra layer. I think having JD McDonough working his way mm. in and now they get the tag titles, this is the fresh bit of the story to keep it from being stale. I, I love this. I think this is all great. JD didn't celebrate them. No. C- celebrate with them at the end. The no. closing shot of this segment was, you know, all four with their belts. Looks and so no cool. McDonough. So yeah. WWE really seemed to have, well, Triple H. And it's probably this is Triple H has always known this considering mm-hmm. his legacies and evolution and dx mm-hmm. factions and large factions give you so many opportunities to tell character conflicts and stories yeah. not just with the people they're feuding with but the internal mm-hmm. uh, tensions yeah so this is like raw's bloodline yeah essentially which apparently is from the reports that's what they wanted to do this yeah. is going to be the successor to the bloodline story once that's done is the judgment day and it's it's remarkable Fleshing out characters more and more and more, and not just characters, but the whole faction, they become more difficult to just boo as outright heels. Mm. I I do see them more as these. They're not. They're definitely heels. It's not like there's a shade of grey thing in here. Mm. They're heels, a hundred percent. But I enjoy their love for each other. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I like them mm-hmm. as a babe. I I I experience them as a baby face yeah. act. Yeah. Which is kind of what happened with Bloodline at points. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same kind of appeal that I had for like the Shield back in the day. Mm. Out and out heels. Yeah. But I could tell that like all three of these guys really cared about being in the Shield and cared about each other. And I was like, well, that's nice. Mm. I, I appreciate them for, for that aspect of it. So yeah, I, I thought this was a, a great match. I think it was the right choice because realistically, KO and Sammy haven't done a whole lot with the belts. They've just mm. kind of been tagging with Cody. Um, and that's about it since they won them which is a shame I think they could have done a lot with it but if you're not going to do anything with it I think having the tag titles in this faction is probably the right way to go I uh, said to Tempest yesterday because on Smackdown the Street Profits Mm. and Bobby Lashley had a moment with KO and Sammy where Bobby was like we're putting the whole roster on notice we're going to get all the gold Mm -hmm. And then KO and Sammy came out and they let them pass for their tag team match. I was like, yeah, I mean, it could happen. But that's face versus face. Mm -hmm. I reckon Judgment Day win and you can have Judgment Day versus Lashley's new Hurt business. Mm -hmm. Sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Though I thought they were going to be heels. Why aren't they heels? Hurt business? Yeah. Uh, That was like the the thing. Yeah, Lashley's smiling too much. Yeah. Probably because they, they want to go against Judgment Day. I suppose so, yeah. But that's one other benefit of this, actually, is Judgment Day, which is one of the more overacts in the whole promotion. And mm-hmm. SmackDown is feeling desperately mid-card right now. Oh, yeah. Those tag belts allow you to go to both brands. That's true. So it might liven up. I mean, you can go to both brands anyway. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Owens and Zayn didn't. Knight and Even Miz. when they had... Knight and Miz had a match on this show. Yeah. It's fine. Because um, it's, Miz is SmackDown, isn't he? Miz is Raw. Knight is SmackDown. I thought Knight moved across. I can't remember. Chat? <laughs> Correct us, please. So it wasn't just uh, the tag team title gold. Rhea Ripley also had a match against Raquel Rodriguez, mm. um, which I, I actually really enjoyed. I seem to be in the, the minority. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I think you're in the minority. I thought this was fine. It was like 15 minutes. Because what, what happened is I was like, was okay. It? 
I think it was really I thought long. it was shorter than that. Well, exactly. You enjoyed it more than you thought. I need you check to, him. I need to check how long this was. So Rhea Ripley's pay-per-view matches, and whenever she wrestles on TV, have been over really quickly and decisively. So I just thought this would be a similar thing. And, you know, the, the opening was Rhea Ripley trying to go against... Oh, my Rick- God, it was 17 <clears throat> minutes. Doesn't huh? feel like a 17-minute match, does it? No. That's, okay. what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I think this was a good match. It was fine. <laughs> it was fine. It affected your perception of time, Pete. Yeah, sure. So I thought, yeah, so at the start, Ripley and Raquel, Ripley's doing a strength spot, shoulder mm-hmm. tackle, and Raquel's not budging. Mm-hmm. And you can just see Ripley get a bit more like, oh, mm-hmm. this person's stronger than me. And she had to change her style and go for a more technical, not technical wrestling, but a more, she couldn't just rely on power. Mm. And I like that story. I think that's a well-told story. Um, really stiff drop kick to Raquel's face at one point. Um, Rhea targets Raquel's knee. The, the, I think there was, Rhea busted open her nose because yeah. there was blood on the canvas and mm-hmm. she yeah. like she snorted yeah, it yeah, at yeah. Raquel. Um then Raquel's chucking Rhea outside. Uh, it's just I, the, the main problem with this match is Raquel Rodriguez is a one-dimensional babyface, and it's very difficult to root for her story mm-hmm. against the evil Rhea Ripley when Rhea Ripley's so cool. She's just so cool, and you just want to see her squash people. Yeah, I'll also say I I think I can't really get into Raquel as this big, like, huge dominant powerhouse, just because I think she's tall, but she doesn't feel very, like, big. You know what I mean? Like, Ripley is huge. She's mahoosive, right? But I just don't feel like Raquel is. Like, she shows off her back, and I'm like, yeah, that's a back. Oh, it's a big back. Like, Ripley's got a more impressive back than Raquel. You know what I mean? I I'd say, like, she does. Like, Jamie Hayter's back is better. Jay Cargill's back is better. Like, Raquel's just got a back. I'm like, well, what's... What's the big deal here? What am I supposed to be getting? I th- I think Raquel's got a better back. D- it's a weird I conversation. Don't, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't just think don't, I've I ever don't, thought about I don't, I don't, people's backs in I, relation to I think it was because I I just don't think I buy into like when she was like shrugging off Ripley's tackles. Mm. I was like, I just don't think that you would. Okay. I just, I don't know. Maybe there's just a little <laughs> disconnect there for me. I don't know. Well, I thought it was good. But I am in the minority. I've I've seen people say this went way too long. This felt like 25 minutes. Yeah. Uh, but Dom came down in the end, got in the ring, Raquel hit him, and Rhea Ripley was able to hit the Riptide to win. So Dom actually helped both Judgment mm. Day matches yeah. get the W. Yeah, I thought this was a really solid TV match with a solid <laughs> TV match finish. It's not the last time we'll say it. <laughs> Uh, but which means, though, that Rhea retained her belt, maintaining Judgment Day hold of the gold. Yeah. I would say, if it were me, I probably would have put this match on before the tag match. So that Rhea has held up her end of the deal mm-hmm. and said, I've oh, still got yeah, my yeah. belt. Builds more intrigue for the tag match, because that's the much bigger question mark. Because I think people would have assumed that Rhea would have retained anyway. And she's the one who already has the belt. Since they already did the guys winning the tag belts and then doing the big shot, of the oh, Judgment Day's mm-hmm. got all the gold. It was like, well... Raquel's probably not winning now, is she? That's a good idea. Uh, I do think... I do, I do see the reasoning for this match mm. order, though, as well. 
because you've got the women's match, the women's title match and the men's title match mm -hmm. going on last. Yeah. And it did make it feel more big time. You know, they yeah. dipped the lights. They did the big ring intro. Mm -hmm. Your women's championship match for this yeah. evening. Um, but yeah, storyline tension wise, that would mm -hmm. be better. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Let's see what you all thought on the Ultra Chats. WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. Send them in there. We'll read out every single one over five US dollars. Matt Hennessy says, with a big donation and lots of words, uh, I really like Zane and KO. Uh, I really like Zane and KO's run as champs. I thought the run lost a bit of momentum after KO's injury, but with Judgment Day as champs, it adds a new dynamic to Raw and their story. Also, Finn Balor is now a Grand Slam champion. Yeah, I guess so, because he did win the Universal title, technically. I guess we got to call him Win Balor. Hey! Not Win Balor. Backup Hangman brought this up on Twitter, and I agree with Judgment as champs. There are a lot of babyface tag teams to chase to give us fresh matches like Alpha Academy, New Day, and DIY. Mm -hmm. We have seen the tag division become a focal point of Raw recently. Usually I don't like overbooked matches, but this work... But this was Works. them telling a story of Zayn and KO mm. being the better team, but the numbers game caught up to them. While it wasn't a clean win for Judgment Day, given the fact Zayn and KO headlined Mania, I'm okay with that. Zayn and Owens are two of the top stars of the company, so I understand the mindset of protecting them and making them look strong in defeat. I feel like come Survivor Series, we will get war games with Judgment Day and JD... 
Yeah. Versus Seth, Cody, Sammy, and Kevin. Um, I think that's a bit hodgepodge. I don't think they're doing war games. I don't think there's been any announcements about war games, right? I think it might just be Survivor Series this year. So William Regal left AEW mm-hmm. around November time last year. Uh-huh. From what I remember, there was speculation that there was a year clause that mm-hmm. he couldn't appear on TV. Yeah. I don't know if this year's Survivor <laughs> Series is outside of that restriction. Oh, that's funny. Just but why would you not? If you're not, that's doing how it. he comes back. I mean, sure, but if you're not doing war games, then don't do that. <laughs> but if you are doing war games, let Regal say it, please. Mitchell Gillum's been a member for eight months. I thought this show was a lot of fun to watch. The rear match felt slow. <laughs> But everything else was fun. Oh, excuse me for enjoying wrestling. (laughs) No one's criticizing you for liking it. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Trish and Becky match of the night for me. Happy birthday, Pete. Not my birthday, but thank you. Connie, the blasphemy of saying D&D is a two out of five (laughs) hobby triggered me hard enough to donate for the first time. Pete, please put this $5 towards a new set of dice. Becky and Trish was match of the night. Wild to think Trish debuted in 2000 and is killing it in 2023. Love you, boys. Uh, the yeah, love you, wild. boys, I think, means Ollie was right about D&D being a two out of five. I Ollie. don't think that's correct. Ben Flerick. So what's ne- what's next for Jay? Mm. Does WWE even have a plan? Or is this going to be like breaking up the Dudleys? I love main event Jay, so I do hope something good comes of it. But he might just feud forever with Judgment Day with Zayn and Owens or something. Oh, God, no. That's exactly what's going to happen, oh, isn't it? Oh, God. <laughs> we'll talk about Jay soon. But uh-oh is all I want to say mm-hmm. in advance of that. And Matt Hennessy, uh, credit to Tony Khan for getting rid of Punk and doing the right thing for AEW after all the drama with Brawl Out, him banning people from Collision and Brawl In. I just wish he could have waited until after Pete's birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday, Pete. He did wait until after my birthday. Mm -hmm. My real birthday. Yeah, crazy. What a crazy story. What a crazy couple of weeks for wrestling as well. Goodness me. Um, I'll have a WrestleTalk News video up in a couple of hours, Mm -hmm. which will, you know, have 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 poor old Ollie, poor old CM Punk fan Ollie. I just need the table. It's okay. Um, <clears throat> shall we talk about the rest of Payback? Yeah. Uh, which had the opening video package to hype it. Watched it and I was like, that's a good video package. This sure is a B show, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Michael Collins said there's going to be retribution on this show. And I went, uh-oh, is there? I hope not. Are we getting the return of Slapjack? This is crazy because me and you have the exact same notes. <laughs> so in Pittsburgh, the opening video package really made it feel like Saturday Night Raw plus yep. Cena. Yeah. And then Cole says this will be a night of revenge, retribution, and payback. Mm-hmm. Retribution? Yeah. And then... We had the opening match. For a lot of people, this was match of the night. I think this was match of the night for me as well. Really impressed. Um, Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus in a steel cage mm. match. Uh, great video package as always uh, for this one. Really makes the storyline look good and not <laughs> overrun. Um, Tiffany Stratton was also watching in the crowd. Yeah. Comes into play later. Um, and this was really fun. A really well-worked cage match, I thought. It was really like so little downtime in this match. They oh, just yeah, went yeah. R- right into spot, 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 spot. Because normally in like 
if you're doing like a cage match on Raw or something yeah. like that. They'll like throw into the cage, pose to the crowd, pick them up, throw into the cage, pose to the crowd. There was none of that. They just went like, here's an export, here's an export, here's an export. Really, really well worked. Well, I think it's because Austin Theory used up all the headlock quota in his <laughs> Rey Mysterio match. Um, I am baffled at how good Trish Stratus is. It's crazy, isn't it? It's unbelievable how good yeah. she is. Because she is slotted right in to just be like, oh, she's one of the best women on the roster. Wow. That's unbelievable. I have multiple points in this match where I'm watching the action. I'm like, oh, it's a good match. It's a good match. Mm-hmm. And then I remember Trish didn't wrestle for like 15 years. Right. And she was, you know, no offense, nowhere near this good <laughs> when she wrestled before. Yeah, she's just improved <laughs> like she's been wrestling the whole yeah. time. It's crazy how good she is. Maybe it was just the the way she was booked before or just, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I guess if she's a really good athlete, which she mm-hmm. must be. Yeah. But 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 still, like this 15 years of age on the body yeah. shouldn't allow you to be this good now. Yeah. After having so much time out mm-hmm. yeah very impressed yep. same same as in the ladder match she thinks she's mm-hmm. going to protect herself but she takes all the sickest bumps yep so big big respect yeah absolutely uh there's a really cool spot here and credit to the commentary for pointing yep. this out because i would not have got it uh trish hit a widow's peak and then becky lynch hit a twist of fate which is a callback to the first women's steel cage match between victoria and lita mm. so they yeah. hit both of their finishes which i thought was a really cool uh, cool thing also you know luke was constantly talking about where's lita in my storyline yeah, yeah where's lita in the story there she is there's your payoff <laughs> luke they did it um they then got into the big spots after that stratisfaction near fall from the top rope well that was just a, a normal stratisfaction a normal, yeah. first for the near fall <laughs> and then there was a top rope bulldog slash mm-hmm. stratisfaction near fall. I was yeah. like, oh my God, this is crazy. Then they went up to the top. Trish Stratus's legs got hooked underneath the top and was dangling off the edge upside down on the outside of the cage. I was like, that's a really fun spot. Uh-huh. That's really cool. Because one, it kind of looks dangerous. It's not that dangerous, but it looks, it has the element of danger, that, that kind of showmanship of danger, which is really cool. But then Becky got her back in, and from that position, then hit a superplex back into the ring, which was an awesome spot. Crowd went nuts for it as well. Yeah, the, to get a, a genuine near fall off a superplex mm. is quite something. Yeah, no, really, really good. Um, and yeah, and Trish just got the shoulder up on that one mm. as well. It's like a really like low effort, like ugh. <laughs> Let me just get the shoulder up. It was really good. Uh, so we start then came out. I really, I, I really wish they didn't do interference in cage matches, I but I will say the interference in this match wasn't too egregious because it was only right at the end and it was very quickly resolved in that Stark kind of interfered. She tried to pull Trish out the ring, didn't get her out, hit Lynch with the door, came in and broke up a manhandle slam pin where Becky would have won, but then got a manhandle slam herself. And then Becky hit a second rope manhandle slam to Trish to get the win. It was all really well done. What I really like most about the interference, but I do agree with you, cage matches should not, in general, have interference. Yes. But, but every WWE one does these days. I know. It's, it's just so frustrating when they keep advertising. They're like, well, that means uh-huh. there's going to be no interference. Like, like there, there is, though, isn't there? So Stark gets in the ring, mm-hmm. and she breaks up that, sla- that manhandle slam pin. And Becky stands up, and mm-hmm. she goes to the corner, and she just closes mm-hmm. the cage door. Yeah. It was this really badass moment of... Okay. All right. You're in here now with Fine. me. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Really good. Um, after the match, uh, Zoe Stark and Trish Stratus break up. 
Uh, Trish was very annoyed that Stark mm-hmm. seemingly didn't do more to help her win. And Stark was like, well, screw you then. And then hits her with the whatever it is. The Z360. That's what, that's what I was going to say Z630, but that's not right. If you're English, the Z360. Yeah. Uh, I've seen somebody say that Zoe turned heel here. I, I definitely interpreted it as Trish slapped mm. Zoe yep. as a ungrateful uh, I'm, mentor. Thing. I'm hoping that this is not a babyface turn for either of them. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, it, yeah. it shouldn't be. They yeah. should both still be heels. They've just split up the heels. Um, now, here's a question for you. Something I mentioned in my edited review. Obviously, this match was delayed from SummerSlam mm. to this show. But if it was on SummerSlam... I don't think it would have gotten as much spotlight. It wouldn't have possibly wouldn't have been given as much time. Wouldn't have been given as much of a chance to shine. Mm-hmm. Whereas here it did. Do you think it would have been better for a, a match to get not as much spotlight, but on a bigger stage or to have it on a smaller stage, but with more spotlight? Cause I don't know what the right answer is. In this instance on SummerSlam, just because mm-hmm. just the build, the build yeah. went on too long. Yes. That's that, a fact. That's the main sure. driver for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you take the build out of it in in just a, a general sense, if you had this match, but on SummerSlam where it might not have got as much time, do you think it's better to have it be on a payback but give ch- give it a chance to breathe? I I think I like Triple H's approach of trying to spread all the major matches so you get bigger shows with your big four, mm-hmm. but even the the typical B shows have also really big matches. Yeah. So I don't mind having the blow off of a feud mm-hmm. on a fast lane. Yeah. Um, but as long as that is a focal point of it. And yeah, so I don't mind it. Yeah. The, the problem here is the build for me. Yes. I, I think that's the biggest thing for me is that if it didn't feel like it had run its course, if they'd have done more for the story, mm. if they, if fair enough, if you want to delay it from SummerSlam, but you have to then do more with the story in that gap, then I think this would have been justified. Um, but regardless, I'm really happy that we got this match because it was great. Had yeah. such a good time. Good that it washes the taste out of the mouth of their Raw match. Which exactly. Wasn't as good. Which wasn't very good. Uh, we then got a cool promo about uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Seth Rollins in advance of the main event later. Well, I thought, oh my God, it's happening now? Yeah, that's what I thought. And then... Um, he then came out to introduce Payback after we've already had a match. Good stuff, John. I both love John Cena... And I hate John Cena. It's like, it's actually, it's the inverse of punk, where mm. I love punk, yeah. but currently I hate punk. Yeah. I love John Cena now, yeah. but I've still got that bit of me <laughs> that hated him for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched The Suicide Squad last night, mm-hmm. which is why I didn't see the CM Punk news oh, yeah. until about half 10. Mm. Um, I was just, I was like, John Cena is so good in this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. So, yeah. I here's the thing. I saw a tweet, and I think I agree with it. Is John Cena the wrestler with the consistently worst merch in wrestling? Because <laughs> the new T-shirt's really bad. Yeah, everyone's calling them out. Like the wrestlers in the ring again. Yeah. That's a rubbish that's, T-shirt. That's rubbish T-shirt. <laughs> and has it ever been good? I you see, I don't see this as any more visually abhorrent than all these other things he's worn. <laughs> yeah. I think he looks silly. Yeah, I've, he's always looked silly. Uh, uh, I don't like John Cena the character. No. I hate John Cena the character. Yeah. I love John Cena the human being. Mm. 
and that's it's a, it's a very it's a very difficult thing to resolve. Yeah, totally. Uh, so Cena comes out and announces payback. It's already started, but yeah, <laughs> comes out and then he says, "Hey, I'm a host, and I'm going to be a special guest referee for the match between LA Knight and the Miz." And I was like, "All right, he's doing something. That'll be fine." And then the Miz came out, and I went, "Oh no, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. 2011 WWE again." I thought, "I don't need this. <laughs> I don't want this callback." <laughs> Of all the nostalgia that there is, <laughs> yeah. I don't want this one. I don't need the Mania 27 mm. main event. Um, they then had a promo back and forth. It's very 2011 WWE. I, I, yeah. I, I, I can't with it. I'm sure it was performed fine. It was, yeah. I just, yeah. I, I had this haze over me. I was like, I just, I can't. I can't do this right now. I bet new newer viewers are gonna have got a lot from it. Mm. I think viewers who were children... At the, yeah. in, in that 2010, 2015 period, we'll, we'll really like it. Mm -hmm. um, but for anyone else, it's, it's, I hate this. Yeah. It's the, <laughs> I'm not, sorry. Not my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> uh, but then it leads to uh, Cena saying, I'm going to be a special guest ref, Miz saying no, and then Cena starts saying, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it leads to LA Knight coming out. Uh, and they had a match. This was also a TV match, I thought. Um, like a, a solid TV match. This is the drawback of LA Knight. I love LA Knight. I don't think this is LA Knight's fault. I I think both LA Knight and Miz suffer from the same... Um, what's the word? <laughs> they, they are excellent promos. <laughs> But unfortunately, those promos, they make me want to see the match. Mm. That's how good of promos they are. The matches never deliver. The matches are nowhere near as good as the promos. Well, yeah. I I wouldn't call Knight a bad worker, though. No, no. I, he's he's I, a totally ordinary worker. Yeah. I don't think this is the best person to put him with. Put it that way. That's what I'd say. Mm -hmm. Um... I think the only point of intrigue for me in this match is when LA Knight and John Cena started getting into it a little bit because Cena was doing mm. like, you know, he's doing the four counts in the corner and then pulling him away, did it with Miz and then did it with Knight. And I was like, okay, are we going to build to an LA Knight John Cena match? Because even though it might not be the best technical match in the world, whatever, that's still an interesting mm. match mm. on paper. Um, I don't think it's going to lead to anything by the end of this <laughs> match. Um, I also really enjoyed Miz doing the world famous it kicks. And then Michael Cole just goes, yeah, he stole them from somebody. <laughs> and then just breeze right past it. Um, Knight almost hit Cena. Again, another thing. I was like, what was this going to lead to? Skull crushing finale. There was a near fall. Uh, Miz gets not, cocky. Not a big like pop for the near fall, though. I know I really cared, but, though. But that's the skull crushing finale. Yeah. And it got a... Uh, oh, <laughs> um, and then Miz got really cocky and tried to do a five-knuckle shuffle to taunt John Cena. Mm -hmm. Got too cocky. Knight got up and hit the BFT for the win. And then Cena got on the stage and then endorsed LA Knight. And I think that's it. I think that's what all that was building to yeah. was them butting heads was for Cena to go, you're actually okay. I'll endorse you. So in one way, I think Cena's inclusion was a really smart idea. Mm -hmm. Triple H and the team currently running WWE are intelligent people. Yeah, They're not looking at the Miz versus LA Knight going, this is going to be mm -hmm. worthy yep. of the build it's had in ring. Sure. So, how do we distract from the fact 
that this is going to be not at the level mm-hmm. of a modern-day in-ring wrestling yep. match. Whack a John Cena in there. And then the thing on paper and moving forward in the video recap packages, it won't be like, oh, actually, it's just a plodding standard 10-minute-plus match. It'll be... John Cena shook mm-hmm. LA Knight's hand. Yeah. Great way to continue getting Knight over. Mm-hmm. The problem of including Cena, though, is it dilutes the main reason this was working so well. Mm-hmm. And that is that really intense promo blood feud that Knight and Miz have had. So, like, I'm like, yeah, I, I actually really wanted to see Miz and Knight wrestle. See, I don't know whether it's in either of their wheelhouses, mm. but I would have preferred Knight and Miz to come out and have a five-minute match tops and just kind of go a bit harder, like just be yeah, a bit yeah. more like intense and carry on that blood feud. Mm. You know, maybe Miz comes out and does one more promo and Knight's like, mm-mm, ain't having that. Storms in yeah. and they just start like brawling and going at it kind of thing. Mm. Wrestle for a few minutes, Knight <clears throat> hits his finish and wins. Like that I think would have been probably a more effective carryover from the intensity of the the promo battles i think i like that i remember someone i think luke said on three count just have night squash miz yeah win easily yeah yeah actually that's a better like hide the negatives Mm -hmm. right absolutely uh also i think it was alvarez who said at the end if this was back in the day attitude era and john cena's going to shake the rock's hand or stone cold austin's Mm -hmm. hand stunner yeah rock bottom yep so when Knight just shakes Cena's hand and walks off, I'm like, well, yeah, that does put over Knight a bit on paper. Yeah. But for me as a viewer, I'm just like, oh, okay, that lame person, <laughs> that lame character, sorry, has endorsed who, who, someone who's actually been quite cool recently. Yeah. I would have loved Knight to just hit Cena with something. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been cool. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we then got the United States title match. Rey Mysterio and Austin Theory, and I got I got flashbacks when they said this match is sponsored by Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I was like, I not again, <laughs> not a Rey Mysterio match. Um, uh, you know, I think people have been very very critical, including me, of WWE's brand integration, mm. and I think that the boards turning into the Cinnamon Toast Crunch logo, that's fine. It's fine. Good. You ever ever watch football? All the boards around there are all sponsored. That's mm. fine. Now, the Tron changing to a full-screen image of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I'm like, oh, that is too far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's too much. Don't like that. Um, but this match, would you believe it? It's a TV-level match, this one. <laughs> I thought there were so many points in this match where I thought, are we in an ad break? <laughs> yeah. are, are they, yeah. Has Austin Theory got a rest hold on because we're about to come back in mm-hmm. two minutes? Yeah, genuinely. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I like Austin Theory's yeah. work. I think, you know, some of his offense, he's, he's got a weird way of building up to moves. Mm. He's got a good look. He's got a natural heel charisma. Yeah. I, in the way, he was really funny as well. Mm-hmm. The way he, the way his matches are laid out, and I've got to think it's someone backstage going, this is the template of match mm-hmm. you wrestle. It's the Randy Orton template. Sure, essentially. yeah. And I think that has been bestowed on this character from Vince and it's like a legacy thing because, you know, Vince Austin was Vince's pet thing. It, it is so dull. Yeah. And even with Rey Mysterio in, I could not get into this match. Nothing happened. There was just such a long headlock. 
Last few minutes were okay, some reversals, but Mysterio just rolled up Theory and beat him clean. I have no... I just... Austin Theory is booked so badly. Yeah, he is. Um, I thought it was fine. I, d- I didn't feel as strongly about it as you did. I enjoyed the finish. thought it was all right. But I don't care. I was waiting for something to happen with like the LWO and then nothing happened because yeah. LWO came out and celebrated with him. and was like, well, hey, he won. And then that was it. Yeah. It was fine. Just not PLE worthy. This yeah, is a, totally. This is a fine TV match, mm-hmm. but not, not something you should see on a pay-per-view. Uh, Kathy Kelly was backstage, interviewed Becky Lynch, but before she can say anything, Tiffany Stratton interferes and says, you know, I just wanted to apologize. Interferes in an interview. Interferes. Interrupts. Interrupts. That's the word I'm looking for. (laughs) Um, And she... uh, She cost Becky the win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, The win to view. Uh, (laughs) She comes up and said, you know, in in promo a few weeks ago on NXT, I said that, uh, you know, I, I said that I was better than a lot of former NXT women's champions, including, you know, Bailey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch. Mm. But I just wanted to apologize to you in person because you were never an NXT Women's Champion. Uh, which I thought is a very funny good line, good line from a heel. Uh, and Becky was like, well, I think you should really be worrying about your title match on Tuesday, but maybe I'll see you soon. Mm. So Becky going down to NXT for a few with Tiffany Stratton sounds really good. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. I, I'm so impressed with what they've done with NXT. Mm. It's really big momentum. The 2.0 rebrand. Oof. I thought... You are really out of step with modern mm. wrestling audiences. Yet they have. I stand qu- by it. They were. They're doing the same ratings now. I mean, if you if you factor in the decline in TV viewership, I bet, and how fewer homes NXT is in mm-hmm. in relation to when it was black and gold. Yeah, it's like it's probably up now. Yeah, and you've got you know you've got Dragunov and you've got. Carmelo and Carmelo, you know, yeah. like good. But Carmelo Hayes, like he's a, he's a homegrown. Mm-hmm. He's not an indie star. He was on the indie. He was on the indies, yeah. but he, to me, he feels like an NXT star as opposed yeah. to someone like Dragonov, who's mm-hmm. had a whole like previous run in WXW and, and even in Progress. Creed Brothers are awesome as well. Yeah, Creed Brothers, Brom Breaker, Brom Breaker. All yeah. these people who were who wouldn't have got a shot mm-hmm. in black and gold. Yeah. And they're so good. And the way they're using main roster people, the, the Dom title win is inspired. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's increasing ratings. They're not far off Dynamite most weeks. Yeah. 100, 120,000 viewers. Mm-hmm. And the cost and, and less star power they've got here. They are really outperforming their resources. Yeah. Well done, NXT. Yeah. I still stand by the two 2.0 rebrand was terrible. Mm-hmm. They then learned and didn't do full 2.0. And when, yeah. the, when they went back to like the, the white era of NXT, uh-huh. the white and gold era of NXT, then it started to become all right again. Um, we then got the tag match that we've already spoken about. Uh, where Judgment Day win the belts. We then had the Grayson Waller effect. Now. Grace Waller comes out and he says that he, I thought he had a funny line again the, about the Pittsburgh crowd saying that, you know, I've, I've checked your, your literacy scores. Mm-hmm. Got something in common with my guests tonight. You both can't finish a story. <laughs> it's a good line. Um, co- brings out Cody Rhodes. Cody gets a big pop. And Cody says, you know, we've been on the, there's so many talk shows throughout wrestling history. We know how this is going to go down. You're going to say some mean stuff to me. I'm going to hit you with a crossroads. Is that what you want to do? Well, actually, why don't we subvert expectations? I've got an announcement to make. I've used my backstage power 
I saw an injustice on SmackDown, and I want to right that wrong. So welcome the newest member of the Raw roster, main event Jey Uso. <laughs> and then Jey came out, and then he superkicked Grayson Warner, and that was that. Let me bring in the person who cost me yeah. the championship at WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, it was solo, technically. But, so. but well, the Uso, did the Usos run out the, at any the point? Uso, the Usos ran in, but then KO and Sammy chased him off. Beat them off. Yeah. Did they now? Um, Both at the same time. So, okay. Here's what I like about it. Is that if the plan still is to do Cody versus Roman at WrestleMania 40, it kind of just brings it back to the forefront of your mind. Mm-hmm. Where you just go, oh yeah, Cody Roman. Mm-hmm. Just keeps it, keeps it fresh. I like the fact that Cody, still hating the bloodline, sees that Jay has, you know, exited the bloodline. He's like, okay, maybe there's something we can work out here. Maybe we can be friends. Maybe mm-hmm. we can we can have a bond here. I'll try and get him on Raw so I can talk to him or whatever. That's some. What are they doing with the Jay-Jimmy feud? After the really underwhelming SmackDown stuff with Jimmy, now Jay's on Raw. I'm worried that they're just going to completely ignore the story until they get to, like, the Rumble yeah. chamber. And then they just go, do you remember this? And it'll be like, you haven't spoken about this in months. <laughs> and then they'll be like, guys, long-term story. Potentially Survivor Series. Yeah, every chance. Jay, Jay and Jim. Well, it depends if they do brand warfare this year. Because they well, didn't do it last year, did they? Well, uh, be, yeah, the brand warfare will be Uso supremacy. Yeah. Goodness me. Uh, I, I do feel sorry for SmackDown. Oh, yeah. They, they really need some talent to go the other way. Because mm-hmm. when Roman's not on that show... Oh, God. It's yeah. mid-card. It's not great. It's so mid And now they've lost Jay. Yeah. Unfortunate. I, ju- I just, I fear that WWE have gone, how can we make this last until Mania? Mm. I know, we just won't have him interact. Put him on separate brands. And then that's it. And they're not going to tell the story. I don't, I, I don't disapprove of that, though. I do. Don't I... stretch it out till Mania. If you can't stretch it out till Mania, don't just be like, well, we'll just ignore it for now until later. Well, well, let's... Let's see if they stretch it out till Mania. Though. Yeah. Um, the the idea of Jay leave like quitting SmackDown mm-hmm. and coming back on Raw, I think is a nice idea. Sure. See how long that lasts. You mm-hmm. know, if if it does last all the way till April, then maybe that will be that will suck all the momentum they mm-hmm. had, which they'd already derailed someone anyway. But if it's a couple of month thing and then they they collide again at Survivor Series, I think that's actually a good time frame. Sure. Um, I I think I'm. I've been soured on it since SummerSlam because yeah. I think that was a poor choice. And seeing how what Jimmy's been doing since then, I'm not optimistic. <sighs> so basically, it, it's it, I, I'm less willing to give them the benefit of the doubt now because they've had a few strikes in a mm. row of just being disappointing. So now I'm like, well, what are you doing with this? Because now I don't have the faith. Um, we then had Rhea and Raquel, which we've already spoken about. John Cena backstage interviewed uh, Damien Priest and Finn Balor. I did not find this funny. Nor did I. Uh, Where Priest and Balor said, we're the Judgment Day. We won. We're going to go celebrate. And I was like, we knew that already. This was a pointless segment. John Cena was in... I think think it was to really get over, I'm not going to cash in the briefcase at the end. Sure. Even though it doesn't work because they're heels. Yes. And you wouldn't trust what they tell you. Sure. Yeah. Um, John Cena was in a jacket and tie. Correct me if I'm wrong. 
said he was going to channel his inner Lance Catamaran hmm. here, which is a character from South Florida yeah. Wrestling. Incredibly funny character. I don't think Cena remember who that character <laughs> is. Because this wasn't him at all. Not You're even right, close. Yeah. It was like a kid's TV show yeah. character. He was pretending to be like a new backstage interviewer, first day on the job, really nervous. Mm -hmm. Was like the vibe he was going for. And I didn't get it. No. It's a bit of a waste of time. It's, it was it is it um oh, I can't remember the name of the Lance the name of the actual real life announcer that Lance Canamaran is sort oh, of I paying homage know. to. Oh. Gordon Soley. Gordon Soley? Sure. From, from like the 70s, 80s, yeah. voice of wrestling. You know, very straight-laced. Here it is. But, but yeah, yeah, super, super professional. Yeah. Um, but what he was doing was, oh, it's my first day being a mm -hmm. presenter of a... You know, the same shtick he was doing with The Miz before the special guest referee spot. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know how to host a, a pay-per-view. Have you got any tips for me? Mm -hmm. I don't... I did not find it funny. It's childish, mm -hmm. immature. And I love childish and immature. This, this, was, this was actually for kids. Yeah. Um, so, we then had the main event. Yeah! Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And I, I glanced at the time and I was like, we've got 35 minutes left on this show. This should be a good match. Really looking forward yeah. to this. I think about 15 minutes of that was Seth. <laughs> Just his entrance. Oh, I thought I could also was see it, that in the ring as well, because well, yeah. Seth's going to do most of the work in yeah. the Nakamura match. Uh, but, yeah, Seth's entrance came out, did his usual shtick, looked like an idiot, <laughs> as normal. Came out in the ring, stood in the spotlight, felt like it went on mm. for ages. And I get it. People like doing the chant. You know, look like Chris Jericho does like the one bit of Judas and then he cuts it off, you know. Even though people would probably do it for a lot longer, you've got to know when to stop. Mm. I think this went over the line. But this is just me. I'm anti-fun. Um, after this, though, we got an awesome entrance for Shinsuke. I loved this entrance. He looked so cool. And I got to the end of it and I was like, God, what have they been doing with Nakamura I know. for years? Like, I know Nakamura sometimes doesn't always, you know, give it his all. Yeah. He just let him surf. Um, <laughs> but also, like, I think if he's presented with more, he might be more willing to try more, maybe. Because I think he tried in this match. The, the meat of this story, mm. which is the meat is the lower back of yeah. Seth Rollins, yeah. the rump. Yeah. Gives you something to work with. Mm. And Nakamura, over the last couple of weeks, has really found a character again, yeah. as opposed to, I am trading wins with Bronson Reed <laughs> yeah. and... Champa? Champa, was it? Yeah, God, I, I think so. Yeah, so nothing, I can't remember. Yeah. So Nakamura doing this with the anime-style mm -hmm. video package beforehand, just telling the story mm -hmm. of Nakamura and Seth mm -hmm. and targeting the back... It made Nakamura cool again. Yeah. I never really believed that he was going to win. But the, they did enough in the presentation. And I thought the video package to summarize the feud so mm. far was also yeah. really well put together and produced. That there was 10% of me near the end that thought he could win. Yeah. I, I, I think it was probably more for me because I wanted him to mm. rather than logically speaking. This one I was thinking with my heart. Yeah. And I was like, I, I, just, I just want Nakamura to win. I want. I said to Luke on the prediction show that I wanted them to respond naturally to Nakamura being awesome. Because I think this was probably outlined to be a filler feud to start with. To oh, be yeah, like, oh, yeah. Nakamura do whatever. 
But now that he found a character and everyone's going, oh man, Nakamura's awesome. I wanted them to respond to that and be like, okay, mm-hmm. we'll respond in kind. We'll give Nakamura the belt. We'll give him a run. They didn't, but I wanted them to. Um, when was uh, uh, Seth's championship matches so far mm-hmm. since he won the belt? Yeah. Has there been a single one of them he wanted Seth to win? No. <laughs> Sorry, Seth. I wanted AJ to win that first one. Mm-hmm. I wanted Finn to win the middle two, yeah. and I wanted Knack to win here. Yeah, that's all of them, right? That is all of them. Is yeah. that a good champion? Not for a baby but, face. But his matches haven't been bad either. No, I don't think he's had been, any bad they've been, matches. They've been decent, yeah. Yeah, I. He's on a good run, but also I do want it to end. <laughs> yeah, it's just I know, it's a weird mix. Great wrestler. I've said it so many times. I do not care for the character. Mm. I find it really obnoxious. Yeah. I, I couldn't really tell you what his character is. It's a song. Beyond laughing, yeah, a song. Yeah. Um, whereas Nakamura, you know, Balor, fascinating. Mm. He's trying to avenge this thing that happened to him seven years mm-hmm. ago. He's obsessed by the belt. Yeah. Like loads, so much to work with there. Seth. You do a Falcon Arrow. Like, mm-hmm. they gave him stuff as well to work with, and I think Nakamura used it very well. And it's the lower back injury. And Seth, great wrestler. He always puts on great matches. He's got his template of match, which I love, and he always does variations on the spot, so mm-hmm. it just subverts little bits you think are going to happen. But he didn't sell the back. The commentators said, oh, he's got a bad back. And Seth would occasionally go, ooh. I... But then he would do a superplex into a falcon arrow from the top row. He didn't do that. Did he not? He specifically didn't. I was going to bring this up. I think that he did subverge that because he went up to do it, looked back, and changed his mind and did a runner instead to land on his knees uh, to was protect it Mac, his back. Mac who hit yeah. a falcon Because it, yeah, it was, it was like a, a not Michinoku driver, but one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where he did it off the, off the turnbuckle, yeah. Because I thought Rollins actually did really well in this match to oh, protect his back. He didn't sell it like, oh, I'm in pain, but he did a lot of like the psychology of the match. Mm. He specifically didn't do certain moves to protect his back, which I thought was really good. Well, I think he needed to sell the back more Probably. visually, but you know, like... Mm. <clears throat> Actually in pain. I think Seth's quite good. Well, he should be quite good at that Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. over-the-top almost babyface yeah. selling. And then I am more invested mm-hmm. in his babyface comeback as opposed to just... Oh yeah, the the back is is a factor in this match, mm-hmm. but I never really buy into it as a credible outcome. There was also a bit where Nakamura did his rolling armbar, which always <laughs> looks yeah. so good. Uh, Seth tried to power up out of it, and then his back gave out, mm-hmm. so he flopped back down to the floor again. I was like, "That's awesome! That's really good." I I, lo- I really love the psychology of this match, mm-hmm. especially because even really simple moves like Nakamura just hitting a suplex and like Ooh, on the back. Like it, so much back-related offense in this match. I was like, get payback. Ro- I was gonna say, get Roddy on the phone. You know? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. <laughs> Nakamura. <laughs> um, yeah. He, uh, but Rollins managed to power up out of the armbar, hit the power bomb, which is really cool. Really nice sequence of counters afterwards. Really like that. Camera work really needs to be a little bit better because mm. they missed two spots back to back. Towards the end of this, there was a keen shutter to the back of the head, which they missed. And then Shinsuke was waiting for him to get back up, like lining up for another one, wanting to hit on his front. And then he just stopped for a second. I was like, well, why is he stopping? Rollins had passed out and mm. the camera missed it. I was like, 
Come on. That's two back-to-back. It's a good, spot. Back. Yeah, it's yeah, a good yeah. spot as well, where they missed it. Um, Rollins, load of counters, roll-up counters, back-to-back-to-back. Rollins gets up, Shinsuke's on his knees, hits a stomp. One, two, three. Rollins retains. Really well-worked match. I had a really good time with this one. Waited a while on that pin there, didn't he? Sure did. I thought it was going to be a near fall, but he did just win. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. Put over the stump. Uh, just, yeah. What a finisher. Yeah. Uh, I the, the, And then it sort of like held for a while. Mm. And I think the whole crowd thought, cash in. Mm. They've been talking about his back for so long. Mm-hmm. What a time to do this. But no cash in. No. And they went to the the recap of the whole pay-per-view. Yeah. But apparently in, in the arena... Uh, Nakamura then attacked Rollins oh, did after the show went off air. So I don't know if this feud will continue. I feel like this was a pretty decisive Seth victory. Yeah. So unless, Probably will anyway. Yeah. But I th- what they've got here, regardless of Nak losing, he feels cool again. Yes. Big so time. I really hope they've got something for him that makes him feel good. Just how Finn Balor feels better mm. from his feud with Seth. Absolutely, yeah. Um, also absolutely insane that this is Nakamura's first pay-per-view main event. Is it really? Absolutely absurd. On the main roster, of course. Yes. Yeah, not including wow. NXT. Because any time he challenged for the world title, <clears throat> and even the Royal Rumble that he won, wasn't the main event. Yeah. Every time. Isn't that crazy? What have they been doing with Nakamura? Come on, gang. When he lost to Jinder Mahal, that was not oh. the main event. When he lost to AJ Styles, also wasn't the main event. Any of those times. Um... But anyway, that was the show. Mm. Do we do we have a poll? Can we do a poll? Is that a thing that we can do? I don't know. I don't know who's on the modding today. I don't know who's today. on the modding today. If we have a mod mother, can we get a poll in the chat, please? Let us know what you thought of the show and keep getting in your ultra chats. Let's get to them now. Rustalk.com forward slash support. We're going to read out all the ones that are five US dollars and up by the time the show goes off the air. Do you want to take them away, Ollie? Sure. Big MGM says, not sure why people are worried about Jay going to Raw. They did the same with Ray and Dom last year in the lead up to Mania. Throw in a few segments here and there, then come back to it by the Rumble. Sure. I think the momentum's going to go. You also no. need something for the bloodline to do in the meantime, because yeah. the Jimmy Paul solo stuff is, Ugh. yeah. Gaz Gengar, the Cena T-shirt reminds me of the McLaren endurance liveries. Li- li- liveries. I don't know what that is. I think uh, I've seen people say it's a car reference. Sure. And Cena loves cars. And McLaren's a car maker, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Well done. Formula One. Mm-hmm. Surprised there hasn't been a cease and desist yet. <laughs> That'd be ironic. That would be very funny. Unless there's been some sort of agreement somewhere, I wouldn't say no to a Cena versus Night match. Me neither. That could be what they're building towards. Apparently, yeah. Cena will have a match in this mm-hmm. little run. Yeah. Maybe on Fast Lane. Uh, I think the better idea is with Cody, though. I think you do Cena versus Night at Fast Lane, and you do Cena versus Cody at Crown Jewel. Okay. Yeah. That, that, Why not? That's both? got Crown Jewel written all over. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, if Gabriel Cena wanted to do that in Saudi. <laughs> Gabriel Reyes, Menberg, for 25 months. I've always hated hold all the gold storylines with factions, and there have been a lot lately. I hope Judgment Day, Judgment Day, not McDonough, is short. Yeah. I like hold all the gold stories. Mainly because when they did the panning shot, and they were like, here's the women's title, Hmm. here's the money in the bank, here's the tag titles, here's the North American title, I was like, cool. (laughs) 
cool. And the Money in the Bank briefcase. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, Edgar Carrasco, do we want Chad Gable to win the IC title tomorrow or have Gunther win to get the record, then get a proper rematch at next PLE? The latter. Yeah, yeah. I want Gable to dethrone him, but not yet. <laughs> uh, but it'll be such a, a great thing to get Chad over. Mm. That could be a huge milestone in Absolutely. his career. He could yeah. go from here to here. Yep, 100%. Uh, Ket, what's stopping Jimmy from going over to Raw to confront Jay? Yep. <laughs> the brand split in WWE today means nothing. This Bloodline story is just dragging its feet at this point. Yeah, I think that's my biggest thing, is they could resolve the story, but they're like, nah, I'm mm. just going to wait a bit because we feel like it. I see, I... It doesn't feel like it's a natural progression to WrestleMania. It feels yeah. like, well, we've won it for Mania, but... Oh, we got to wait, so we'll just do something else for now. You know what I mean? I I think um, I was so down on Cody not winning, mm. and they had that month of nothing yep. from Mania to Backlash. Mm-hmm. But then after that, I was like, this is some of my favorite stuff of the Bloodline story. Mm-hmm. And right now, we are in the, you know, WrestleMania, SummerSlam. SummerSlam, story peaked. Month of nothing. Roman comes back, hopefully soon, Mm -hmm. and then the story starts going again. Sure. They've done enough recently to make me trust they have something good because I was very much proven wrong last time. Even though I still think Cody should have won. Cody absolutely should Still should should have have won won. because they could have done the same story, but without the belt, it would have been fine. And finally for now, Golden Knight says, Hey, Ollie and Pete, seen as Lance Catamaran, Persona was actually based on a combination of Memphis Wrestling's Lance Russell and the NWA WCW's Gordon Soley. Mm. Love the show, boys. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Golden Knight. Thank you very much for correcting us. And that's all we've got time for today. Thank you, everybody, for getting in your... Uh, oh, I nearly said Omega Chats. Ultra Chats. I don't think we have a poll. No poll, but I, but I, I would give this a... I, 72%. Sure. I give mine a high three out of five. Yeah. That's yeah, well, that's yeah. pretty simple. That's pretty much it, yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for joining us here today. Please go and check out Pete's Payback Review on the Rest Talk News channel. I'll have all the CM Punk coverage going up there as well shortly and make sure to subscribe to the rest talk podcast channel because we're back with all out tonight yeah tempest and dan Layden will be reviewing that show with dan's jam that championship on the line mm. and me and luke will be back tomorrow to review all out yeah. but until na- until now until then <laughs> until Whoa. then yeah until forever until together i've been Ollie davis this has been pete back hey pete Hey Pete, book me on Cameo. Book me on Cameo. Jam, jam. Jam, jam. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 